Welcome to the Intesa San Paolo Talks. Hello and welcome to another episode in our Intesa San Paolo Talks podcast series on the Italian way to a circular economy. Today we're going to take a look at how Intesa San Paolo is working with another of Italy's most famous names to advance the cause of circularity. In April, the bank announced that it had lent 200 million euros to the tyre maker Pirelli under strict circular conditions. The amount is part of a wider 800 million euro sustainability loan taken out by Pirelli. Later on in the episode, we'll hear from Intesa San Paolo's head of automotive and industrial and from the bank's innovation centre. But let's start with the man who signed the deal for Pirelli, its head of finance, Vincenzo Di Cesaris. Vincenzo, thank you very much for talking to us. Um, How is this loan structured in terms of meeting the circular economy incentives? Well, uh, good morning, everybody, and uh, and good morning, uh, uh, Guy. Well, this loan is a is a 800 million euro loan, which is structured in two different tranches. The first one is sized at 600 million euros and is linked to some manufacturing sustainability goals, while the second tranche is linked to uh, some circular economy goals with KPIs that award our R&D teams and uh, um, their continuous effort to identify performing raw materials that still reduce the rolling resistance of our tires, as well as uh, um, the use of carbon fossils uh, uh, de- uh, derived materials. And, and so what are the biggest things you're doing as an organization to, to become more circular? This is re- rolling resistance, obviously, but, but h- how does that sort of manifest itself? What, what do you actually do to do that? Well, this is a, a very big question. So, uh, so I would say that we adopt uh, uh, an eco-design approach to uh, innovate our products, uh, considering all phases uh, of uh, um, the of the tires and uh, if uh, um, its life cycle. Uh, so, from the materials uh, to processes. Uh, uh, of course, uh, the face of the usage of the tyres until the end of life. It all sounds very comprehensive, uh, Vincenzo. It also sounds hard work as well. Uh, why is it so important to do this? Life would be easier if you didn't bother. Well, um, let's say that uh, um, there are a few um, elements to consider. We believe uh, that circular economy is, uh, is a, a great op- opportunity for the economies, for environments, and for people who actually benefit from both. Um, so, of course, resources are limited while global population is growing. So, innovation is uh, uh, needs to make its part, you know, in, in this context. You're part of an industry that's sort of in the spotlight uh, in this area. You know, lots of stakeholders are looking at. The, the automotive industry very closely in terms of the environment, etc. Et uh, does that make it easier in some ways or does it make it harder for you? I would say make uh, make kind of uh, uh, easier. I mean, it's a it's a continuous stimulus that we have uh, to to innovate and uh, turn positive challenges into business opportunities. We believe in this way uh, it's uh, being created uh, a shared value for uh, the community. 
Yeah. And what about your investors? You know, are they very engaged in this? Are, are they asking you difficult, challenging questions all the time about this? Um, investors and financial market in general, uh, if you want, uh, used to be kind of behind the curve uh, to, to some extent, remaining focused uh, only basically on the risk reward trade off. Uh, that's been as long as uh, the uh, participants have realized of the, of the financial markets, so or as long as the investors themselves have realized that those uh, corporates uh, uh, that invest in sustainability have an overall attitude which reduces uh, the corporate risk and are therefore better positioned to grow. So this has been the key element in my opinion, that triggered a true and genuine interest of uh, uh, the financial markets, the investors in general. And that is why now they are more and more demanding uh, on sustainability and circular economy factors. The Intesa San Paolo Talks. We'll hear more from Vincenzo in a minute, but first perhaps we should get the lending side of the story. That 200 million euro tranche for circularity in this loan that Vincenzo was talking about has been entirely subscribed by Intesa San Paolo. So I asked Fabio Matti, the bank's head of automotive and industrials, why they decided to do that. For us, the role of a circular economy coordinator in the transactions confirms our bank leadership in the sustainable financing framework, uh, which is accompanying corporates toward a more sustainable, green and circular model. We strongly believe in ESG values and targets. Moreover, we think that to adopt a circular economy business model is the best way to achieve and preserve them in the long term. And that's the reason why we work together with our customer to adopt this innovative mindset. So does this type of lending, uh, does it require a different type of relationship with the customer? Of course, of course. It requires a close relationship, leading the way for a partnership between the bank and the client. Uh, Within this new model, the company is requested to share industrial information to allow the bank to support investment with the most efficient and convenient financing structure. Uh, In this way, the bank has the opportunity to develop the strategic dialogue with the company out of its traditional core business and to identify different ways of partnership in the sustainable field. So if you're uh, sort of constantly reviewing the, the, you know, the, the, the details of the deal, if you like, as you say, does that mean you have to have a sort of more close working relationship and, and keep a closer eye on them than you would with other sort of more normal lending relationships? Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, this type of loans has to be compliant with some specific requirements uh, in order to guarantee the consistency with the sustainable green or circular labeling of the financial product. Uh, also to avoid adverse mechanism of greenwashing. So, answering to your question, not exactly to keep an eye on the performance, but to create the condition to incentivize and reward the company's virtuous performances. It sort of it sounds like it's more complicated. It sounds like it's it involves more. It's harder to do than a normal loan. I mean, you, you could ask the question: Why bother with all of this? You know, why not just lend to them in the normal way? Um, I I think we have uh, 
to look at profitability with a long-term perspective, supporting companies' technology innovations and transition plans, enabling a sustainable performance also under a financial dimension. Uh, in other words, it is time for brown economy to leave the floor to green one. <laughs> That's a great line. Uh, do, you have, do you have to work very closely with the Innovation Centre on, on things like this? We work as a one team, offering to our clients complementary skills in terms of industry knowledge, loan structuring and innovation acceleration. In this process, the Innovation Centre plays a key role, being at the author of the drive towards circularity. Almost always, my, in my experience, the driving force for, for this sort of change has come from companies, not from their lenders. Uh, and to see it coming from the lender to kind of feels more powerful. It kind of feels that it's going to get more what you would call, we call grip. You know, it's going to have more, well, more grip on the road, like, like Pirelli tyres. That's absolutely right. And this is what I was trying to say. The fact that we cannot translate in some concrete benefit for the companies any approach. So we are talking about some few basis points which are not really changing the picture for the company for the time being. But this, uh, there is a lot to road to do. And, uh, and we hope that in the future we will be able also to uh, drive more actively the change by having uh, other type of uh, metrics which we can put into uh, into the game. Thinking about, for example, the rating. This is something that is moving but is uh, hardly percepted by the company. So if we can change our rating based also to uh, how, ma how much they are ESG compliant or circular economy compliant, this would be a further step up. But has to translate in something concrete that the company has to appreciate in order to drive the change on our side. On the, on the industrial side, this is a, a tendency that we see, a trend that we see, and that, but that takes time and that is driven by, by the industrial framework, not the financial framework. The Intesa San Paolo Talks. That was Fabio Matti, Intesa San Paolo's head of automotive and industrials. And as Fabio said, the bank's innovation centre is at the heart of the drive towards circularity. Massimiano Tellini is global head of circular economy at the centre. I asked him whether it made a difference being involved with such an iconic name as Pirelli. For sure. I mean, from one hand, of course, this is a, 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 an iconic company and uh, has been a, a great pleasure to work with uh, um, the client and uh, our colleagues in the corporate investment banking division. And at the recent time, on the other hand, uh, this is again an, uh, an example to how the collaboration between finance and industry in this uh, specific case can accelerate the transition and make sure that we are not just talking about a nice paradigm or a nice um, a new um, transition uh, to happen, but actually to make this happen and making sure that this is uh, uh, seen as an opportunity for the company and where finance is seen as an enabler for this transition to happen. And so it uh, would be tremendously important if uh, going forward we can not only replicate this kind of approach and levering on these uh, precious relationships, but even more, we can involve more players in the same uh, transaction. We can somehow hope for uh, a client to be able to uh, involve some other partners uh, along its journey. 
I can, yes, it's fascinating that it's, I can see how, you know, th- that vertical integration, so to speak, works, uh, you know, with, with other people in the same value chain. What about in other uh, sort of other iconic industries, other iconic Italian industries like fashion and design and, and, and things like that? There is a redesign in many, many sectors that should be taken into account, looking also at the preferences that consumers are now increasingly expressing in this, uh, in this direction. So I believe that uh, uh, as a financial institution, uh, and in this case, I mean, uh, talking about what uh, we did with Pirelli, with uh, uh, no, uh, Banca Imi, with uh, our colleagues in the corporate investment banking, and um, with Fabio, I believe that uh, there is a, a tremendous appetite for this kind of exercise going forward and to um, escalate this kind of transition to many, many other sectors of the Italian economy, which I do believe and I do also hope will be more even central than now in the recovery phase once we uh, try to rebuild and reconfigure somehow part of the Italian economy along the um, along the trajectory of the circular economy. And Max, a, a final thought that this uh, this uh, circular economy loan uh, to Pirelli is like is newsworthy at the moment. You know, we, we we're talking about it because it's an unusual thing. Can you envisage a time when it won't be newsworthy, when it'll be part of a sort of normal borrowing requirements? I mean, for sure, uh, I mean, uh, it's difficult to uh, foresee um, specific dates or timing. What is, uh, from my perspective at least, uh, uh, clear is that also the regulators are increasingly looking at uh, the circularity and uh, all the related aspects as an increasing important uh, aspect in dealing with uh, financial institutions. So, I do expect that uh, even circular economy in its own um, capacity can be one of the, um, I would say, um, solutions that can accelerate the understanding that uh, being reliable, uh, being uh, sustainable, being circular even more than sustainable can really make companies uh, more resilient, more future-proof, and so in somehow... Uh, in some shape or form, can become less risky. So mm, timing, I, I, I mean, I don't have exact timing, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, um, in the next couple of years the regulators and the authorities are coming back asking for uh, more uh, collaboration on uh, disclosing what kind of linearity uh, in uh, what kind of linear risks are affecting companies and how um these uh, uh, kind of impacts and this kind of risk can be mitigated and uh, and uh, superated and i believe circular economy is a great chance is a great driver for this uh, um this mitigation to happen and for this transformation to be seen as an opportunity to um become more resilient and uh, less exposed to uh, worldwide risks. That was Massimiano Tellini, Global Head of Circular Economy at the Intesa San Paolo Innovation Centre. Vincenzo Di Cesaris is still uh, with me. Vincenzo, um, you were saying earlier uh, that the, 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 the investor community and everybody around you now is sort of more, more engaged in this whole area. Do you see yourselves as a role model in your industry in this area? Not Not just 
in Italy, but but around the world? Well, uh, I have to say we don't have that presumption. Uh, we don't believe uh, uh, we are uh, um, a, a model, uh, but certainly we all work to pursue the maximum results in Imperiale, and uh, it's been repeatedly acknowledged uh, with the confirmation over the years of Pirelli World's leadership position in our industry within some of the most well-known sustainability indices. Uh, you should also consider that uh, our own results and our incentives as managers have been measured for some time now, also according to our performance in this area. Yes, it's interesting, though. Uh, you know, with all these things, sometimes the, the first bits are the easier bits. And as you get you know, further into it, it gets harder to, to, to make change. Are you optimistic? Uh, yes, I am, actually. Um, I'll tell you what, there's uh, uh, one thing that is uh, uh, changed and that is going to change uh, our life. Um, these uh, COVID-19 uh, that we are going through is forcing uh, all the companies to challenge their business model. Uh, but there's going to be one common thread between uh, the era before and post this uh, um, outbreak that we are going through. And this is going to be uh, the uh, sustainability. So that's the common thread we, we are having in the economy. And that's why I'm optimistic that uh, uh, things uh, will uh, continue uh, in this path and uh, uh, will improve going forward. Vincenzo, thank you very much for your time today and for your wisdom as well. Uh, that's it for this episode of the Intesa San Paolo Talks, the Italian way to a circular economy. If you've enjoyed it and want to hear more, then please subscribe to us using your usual podcast provider. In the meantime, thank you very much for listening and see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Intesa San Paolo Talks, presented by Guy Ruddle.